0: What's up, y'all? This is Dregs one Welcome to another episode of the History of the Bay podcast, sponsored by the good folks of Amoeba Music San Francisco. Support your local record stores. Also, check out our other sponsor, Dying Breeze San Francisco, where you can get some Custom original gear and some graffiti supplies. And I got to shout out my boy from Mojo Labs. Mojo brand, a.k.a. brand one, always sending me some dope joints. And uh, behind the lens today, we got King Said. We got Rocky Vision. We got D.O. on the boards. We got the producer, Skino, making it do what it do. We got a special guest, R.N. Bree in the cut, checking us out. We got Jamon Drew of the whole shebang. And the guest of honor, the one and only, you got to say it three times. DJ Fresh, DJ Fresh, DJ Fresh. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Thank you for coming through. Thanks bro. for
1: having me, Drex. Of course.
0: Of course. We were talking about it for a minute. I'm yeah. Glad it finally worked out. Yeah. You know, we gotten a chance to do some music work in the past. That's been cool. And now here we are just building. Yeah. And so you have been doing your thing for a long time. I gotta give you your props. Your work ethic is crazy. Thank you. You have, uh, you're one of the producers. I feel like it's kind of rare for them to actually develop a following on their own, a fan base. Yeah. And not only that, you're a real DJ. It's not just a name or a title. For sure. Really do it. For real. In a real way. In a real way. Like that. So let's take it back to where it all came from. I believe it
1: started for you in Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, Baltimore, Maryland. Um... I started when, um, I first saw, it t- okay, look, damn, I first heard the scratching sound on uh, Run DMC, uh, Peter Piper. Jam right? Master J. Yeah, Jam Master Jay, mm-hmm. rest in peace. And, um, I just heard the sound. I didn't know what it was. I heard it, you know, uh, for all the kids out there, wasn't no YouTube, wasn't no internet, wasn't none of that. And I was like, I'm like, what is that sound? And, um. Finally, I went to my cousin's house. I got a lot of DJs in my family. But my cousin, uh Derek and uh Andre, one was a house DJ and one was a, a hip hop DJ. And I went over there, my uncle Ellie's house. I went over there and it was music playing in the basement and I heard I heard that sound. I heard the, the right. And I, I was like, I was like, oh, what's that? What's that? Right? And that was the same time I heard on the on on the radio. And I went down in the basement and I seen them. You know, you know, these these silver square things with a spinning platter, a turntable. And, yeah, I was like, I was just so intrigued. It was like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, uh, it was like a calling. And, um, you know, <laughs> I kept going over there. I kept going over there. I, I would sneak down in the basement. Everybody sleep, right? Sneak down in the basement, uh, messing with the turntables. And um, I never got caught. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And um, I just slowly started learning for real. I just I just slowly started learning it. I picked I picked it up kind of quick by watching Self-taught, them yeah. self talk. Yeah, I picked it up kind of quick by watching them. And um, one one day they was down there doing it right, um, scratching and stuff. And I was like, man, let me uh, let me sh- let me show let me show you let, sh- let, sh- let me try. Woo, right. And so I did it right. I wasn't I wasn't like super dope at it at first. But I did I I did it enough to bust myself out like oh you've been down here practicing without telling well, 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 it was that kind of thing but they were like, I was just turned out by that and how old so were you at the time I, I was nine years old wow you know I was nine years old and then um, and just records in general at that time like everybody had records like CDs wasn't even really a thing yet you oh yeah. Mean? yeah everybody had records all all the black families had records my family had hella records mm-hmm. um and they gave me most of those records. And so my dad used to always be playing records, like, you know, like, so it just, it just was, it just was around, like, from very early on, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, Baltimore, they have, uh, they have, uh, like, that house and kind of techno type of jump off, right?
1: It's called Baltimore Club. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like rap and house, but it's like, it's like more ghetto, though, you know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, Baltimore Club. DC has Go-Go. Go-Go. And then Baltimore has Baltimore Club. And just through all that, my father lived in Washington, D.C., my mom lived in Baltimore, and just going back and forth, I, I soaked up all that, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, I, st- I was doing, I was, I was, was doing like, uh, real mixtapes, like mixtapes on cassette tapes, TDK tapes. Mm-hmm. One side 30 minutes, the other side 30 minutes, you got to hit record, play, and you can't mess up. If you mess up, you got to start all over. Ain't no Pro Tools where you get hit stop and just pick up where you left off. You got to start all over, you feel me? Uh... And, yeah, I used to, do, you know, do a bunch of those, sell them at school. hmm You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I'm probably, like, in uh, fifth, sixth grade, selling a bunch of tapes. Yeah. Yeah, so. It's a good start. I take the DJ thing, like, super, super, super serious. You know what
0: I'm saying? Well, it sounds like it's your life's passion. Yeah. And that's, you're lucky that to be able to discover that at such a young age because many people aren't able to figure that out. Yeah. But when you are able to see something that you're talented at and you're interested in and you lock in, yeah. that's a good formula for success
1: right there. Yeah, I mean, my father, my father did it. Like my father had a Jerry Crow, you know what I'm saying? DJing, like, yeah. um, he had a, he had a, he had a group called Black Ice. Nice. He was, you know uh, he plays kalimba, Kungas, and that was also our family. Uh, Patrick played the keys. Um, my uncle Mike, rest in peace, played uh, bass guitar. But this music was always around me. Growing up like very young. All oh, it was, I was infused in it. So is this also around the time that your interest in production kicks in? Nah, cause that didn't that didn't come till like, Cause you gotta understand, like at that time, how old are you? Thirty something. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, if you if you in your thirty-something, forty-something, uh, at that time, um, when you were here when you were hearing music, or at least hip hop, you never really questioned where the music's coming from, you just enjoy it. You just yeah, listen to it, it right? It is what it is, yeah. Until you hear, like, I don't know, maybe, yo, somebody play an a, a old record that got the same music as your song that you like, right? Like, then you start like, what, I thought that was, ooh, this really Anita Baker or something like that, right? And then, so that's how it kind of happened. I, I didn't get into the production until maybe around, um, I put out my first CD with production slash DJing. I was six, uh, 16. Yeah, I was 16. Okay, so that's still
0: pretty early. Yeah, it's still early. Yeah, yeah,
1: like pause tapes and all that. Sure. Kind of stuff. You yeah, know what
0: sample, sample pause yeah. tapes, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably messing around with keyboards, stuff yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, like very like minimal, you know. Well, you know, hip hop all
0: started with the DJ, yeah. And uh, there's some natural instincts that you have to have as a DJ in terms of rhythm and timing, and just the timing. appreciation of music and yeah. uh, rocking a crowd. Yeah. All those things translate pretty well into to making and recording music. Yeah. Um, so you were start where you as a kid, were you starting to get out there in, like the Baltimore scene, in terms of spinning at events or parties or things like that.
1: Um. Uh, so the first like, um, the first like public place I DJed at, like in front of a, a small crowd outside of my family, it was in San Jose. Okay, so you moved to the Bay. Um, as as a as a youngster too, right? Yeah, I first came I first came out to San Jose, um, like around like maybe around eleven, somewhere somewhere around there eleven. Um, we came to San Jose. There used to be a store called Star Records, hmm. right? It's not there no more. It was it was on the east side of San Jose, and um. I don't, I don't I don't know how I got how they let me get up there and, and DJ because you know at that time like like if you asked to touch some turntables it, it was like it was like you, how dare you ask to touch these expensive turntables? you know what I'm saying yeah. but like like you have the audacity to ask that right yeah but somehow I don't remember how the story went but I remember they put down a little crates for me so I could stand because it, it's tall I'm little so I had to stand on like some crates and I'm DJing in in, in the store. And um, that was, but that was my first time ever like DJing in front of people that don't know me. It's people coming in and out of the store, you know what I'm saying? And um, that was like the first time I ever, I ever like did a public set in the DJ. Can I, I, I ask um, what what was the reason you re- relocated? Uh, you know, it's just you know the story. Like we was in a bad situation, you know what I'm saying? Bad situation and. The mom's try to get us out of that bad situation And we went to a whole new bad situation you Yeah Because
0: I, mean? I was going to say I mean The East Coast and Baltimore is, That must have been a bit of a culture shock
1: Yeah
0: When you get to the Bay I mean uh, Baltimore is a very chocolate city
1: Yeah for sure The
0: Bay is very diverse Yeah um, And then Musically, culturally, it's a big shift. So we, we, you were seeing that as well.
1: Yeah, I was seeing all that because I, I had never, I had never been around like Latin people, Mexican people, mm-hmm. know it wasn't really, at And really. Then that you were in San Jose too. Yeah, There's yeah, yeah. Many Mexico down there. Yeah, yeah, all that for sure. But I, I soaked all that in. Like I, I learned so much from um, being out there early. Uh, just like with the the freestyle thing, you know what I mean? Like and like ciphers stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, like freestyle like music, music, like, like De- Stevie B. Yeah, know? like mm-hmm. Debbie Deb and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, he was at
0: them lowrider shows. And I mean, I, yeah, I, was, yeah, I, was, I was around all that, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Any, back to what you asked me earlier, as far as, like, public DJing, I used to do all the breakdance battles out there. Mm. there used to have, it to be, be something called uh, Best of the Best, mm. right? Like, the like the the dopest, like, B-boys and B-girls in the world used to come to this. All right, uh, her name was Aiko. Um, she used to pop lock. She was, like, one of the biggest pop lock people in the world. And um, But she she used to let me do those, I'm probably like thirteen years old now, fourteen years old. And um that's why a lot of my a lot of my music kinda like uh like the eighties samples and stuff. Right. I, I, I learned it from that. Right. And my pops and my mom's too. But like they it's stuff to pop to, and, and you know, boogaloo and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff, break dance too. Yeah. So that's why that's why I learned it. I learned it I learned it from that culture. Right, right. I mean? right, right. Dance dance music yeah. basically. Yeah. Like rock, like uh uh, it was a group called Floor Rockers, uh, uh, of course, like Rock Steady Crew and mm-hmm, all of them. Mm-hmm. They used to all come out here. Um, so yeah, I just took, I just took, I just took that and just infused it with everything. I like it. This like a true DJ
0: story right there, some, yeah. some hip hop shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Because it didn't take long for you to start getting a reputation as a DJ. Was your name always DJ Fresh?
1: No, my first name was DJ. Uh, Shorty, yeah, DJ Shorty, and I spelled it like it was a dollar sign S H O R T E E, right? And then and then uh I changed it because uh, the New York niggas started calling girls Shorty. Oh yeah. So I had to change yeah. it. Yeah. And then it was an actual girl named DJ Shorty. Right. So then I changed it to DJ Webbs because people used to say I look like Webster. Remember oh I Webster? yeah. Yeah, that was that didn't last long. <laughs> then I changed it to DJ Kid Chameleon. <laughs> and then I changed the DJ fresh. Tight. Yeah, I mean you you
0: got you kind of got into the turntable turntable cuz the turntablism scene in the Bay Area is huge. Yeah. From uh visible scratch pickles, yep. bulletproof scratch hamsters. Oh my guys. All them X-Men. all the x It was just right Red's right right birthday. That was
1: right, mental. right.
0: Yeah. Um so were you starting to like get into battles and, and stuff? So,
1: okay, so what happened was um maybe around my my sophomore junior year, i moved i moved back to the east coast okay with my pops um, virginia and that's when i started getting into the um like into battle djing and stuff uh i s- i had seen rock Raider from x men and i i s- i seen the battle between uh x men and scratch Peoples. nice new york that's, that was, that's uh, new york and uh, san francisco dnc yeah dnc and um, yeah, that that turned like that turned me when I saw when I saw that I was like, oh, that's crazy, right? And so um, yeah, I, I just I, I was just practicing um, DJing like every like every day Like I'm coming home from school, I'm practicing DJing, DJing, DJing. Now at that time I didn't, I didn't have techniques at that time. I had a I had a, a Sony belt drive mm. that you get from old school Radio Shack. Right? Mm-hmm. It probably was like like nine like ninety dollars, one hundred dollars. Don't work well. the 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 tone arm is terrible, right? You could if you barely even blow on it, it's gonna go across the needle. So what I used to do is I used to take some super glue and take a quarter and you know with the the little thing like that for the forty five, mm-hmm. and I would glue it on top of the the needle for the for the weight, the extra weight for yeah. the weight, right? Mm-hmm. It helped a little bit, not really. And then I had a Gemini, right? A Gemini is like if Techniques is the best, Gemini is like the bossy version of Techniques, right? That right. It was. I, I I learned on. I learned so that's what I learned on, and I had like a mix. The mixer was from Radio Chefs called Realistic Mixer. Right. It hella stiff it was like the worst mixer in the world that you want, but you gonna make it work, you feel me? I sprayed WD 40 in all the slots to make it kinda slick, right? And I I, I I learned I learned that thing like it was two techniques though. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, cutting grass for summers and all that. I saved it up and I got some techniques. Well, I got one technique. And then my pops bought me the other technique.
0: You got to be really creative with the equipment, as a producer and definitely as a DJ. Yeah,
1: but that's how you get better though. Yeah. Like at that time. It's like you're playing with the handicap. Yeah, like if you if you can get good with that, then you'd be you'd be solid with anything. Mm-hmm. And um, like that's the 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 limitations force you to um, work around it. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you limit it, so you gotta figure out how you can make. The best with what you got. Yeah, that's again,
0: that's some hip-hop shit, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because a lot of people are like, nowadays, like the lo-fi sound and all these things are like, people are trying to find that. But yeah. a lot of that came from like janky equipment yeah. or like some old-ass records. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like not ha-
1: not having the best. Yeah.
0: Making best. Make, making do with what you got. What point did you get into the ITF International Turntable yeah. Federation?
1: So, uh, so uh, yeah, so okay. By by that time, by that time, I'm probably like, uh, like set like seventeen. Probably like seventeen, and I'm I'm about to I'm about to move back out here now. Mm-hmm. Right, seen like my senior year because I said I went out there my like my sophomore year, senior. Year, well first I first I did uh ITF in, in New York. Mm. Cause I'm I'm out there. Mm-hmm. But at this time in, in the in the realm of DJing, they they're um placing me as a, a Bay Area representative, right? Which is fun, I was. But I'm I'm on the East Coast though, right? And um so I won I won third best in New York, uh the New York regionals, and then flew to San Francisco. Remember Mar- 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 Maritime Hall? Yeah. Yeah. The battles at Maritime Hall, and um, I won third. I won third there too. I think Realm won that year. DJ Realm. Yeah, rest mm-hmm. in peace. And uh, I battled uh, Snake Eyes. And he went after that year. He he come. He went to be world champion and and all that. I beat him that year. I beat him that year though. Uh, um, but yeah. So I, I I battled hard probably for like two years, and then I got to a point where I was like, all right, this is cool. Um. But I wasn't making. I wasn't making no money yet from that. You You're know, just
0: getting a reputation.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but but that meant a lot. Like back in them days, if you won, if you won like a DJ battle like that, everybody knew about it. Yeah, the, like the whole the whole uh, game knew about it. Mm-hmm. Everybody from the like like at that time, the top people was like you know Jay and Nas and all that. That's how I got the whole Nas thing. Like Nas, had heard about that. If you won, if you won, especially since I won in New York. Right. I won in New York. At a time where if you weren't from New York, like they gonna shit on you, right? And so, but um, yeah, that's how that's how the whole thing with Nas that happened at that time. But yeah, so I battled, I bet like two years, and then I was like, okay, I ain't, I'm not really making no money, but I gotta figure out I can make some money. And then that's when I slowly really started getting more into the pr- production. You know what I'm saying? Because I started seeing that even doing like mixtapes at that time, I started seeing that like um, I, I got I got introduced to residual income, and I started to see the, like, the mixtapes, um, I, I wouldn't be able to sell a mixtape and make money from that 10 years, from that time, like, I had to sell it, I had to sell it hand in hand. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't a way I can, like, like, make money like how we do streaming now. You're not getting the publishing check yeah. off mixtapes. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 so I started, I started this, I started to just see that, and of course, being in the bag, you gonna... Kind of learn that, anyways, right? Because yeah, the hustles stick yeah. out here, mm-hmm. and so I started. I started more so like trans, transitioning out of doing battles and doing you know pro- production. You
0: know? Well, when when I talk to some of my uh, older DJ homies, and your name comes up, I think the respect is still there. Yeah, um, there's a there's people nowadays, man. They will DJ off a. Of off a laptop uh iTunes playlist.
1: Yeah, I I I'll, I'll do that too though. But well, what, that's cool, but I'm just saying
0: you you paid yeah. your dues and you actually yeah, know that. that you can do that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, some people are calling themselves a DJ and it's like you're not quite a DJ. And it's just interesting like because the whole battle circuit is not really a thing anymore.
1: Yeah. No, not like what I you, was. What do you think about that? Uh well, this, this is why I say, um Okay, because in that in that in that in that time it was about the the tech the technical skill right, mm-hmm. and nowadays it's not about the technical skill, but which is cool though. Nowadays it's just about like people only care about what they're hearing. Like if it sound if it if it sound good to the people, then that's really all that matters. So for me, I, I actually love this time that we in because this is more about the 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 vibe and the, the frequency, you know what I'm saying? And and so yeah, so somebody like me who does have the technical skill, right? Um, it's just about the it's just it's just about the music. You can focus more on the music now. You know what I'm saying? So it's, as easy as it is to get started, I get I do get that. But like, you know, someone like me who has the knowledge and and the, the love and the passion, like, I I, I love this time. It's it's, it's fun. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? It's it's fun again. Like, we all first start this doing this cuz it's just fun. Sure. We just we just love the music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so like I'm not one of, I'm not one of those kind of people who that's like oh, they doing that over there. That's that's boozy or ooh, like you feel me? I'm i I'm, I'm, I'm not tripping. You yeah. know what I am
0: You got to you got to be able to grow Yeah. adapt to time it's,
1: it's, it's all good, you know? So,
0: you know, so that's I'm That's in. cool. Yeah. Uh but don't nobody
1: want these problems though. Like I still, <laughs>
0: like, you feel me? They say that then.
1: Yeah. At some point you ended up DJing for common? Yeah, so that was before now. So my brother, uh, DJ Dummy, uh, he um he he you know, he started with Onyx, and um we all we all had a DJ crew called 12 Inch Assassins. So it was at that time the only black DJ crew was X-Men hmm. and it was us. Hmm. Um well, I'm, I'm sure there's others, but as far as like really like pushing the needle, you yeah. know what I'm saying, at that time. And so yeah, it was me, DJ Slice from New Jersey, DJ Chaps from, um, he's he's from New York, and then my brother too. And uh, he used to DJ for Common, but I was out, I was out here though. I was out here, so anytime he they used to come out here, I used to just do the West Coast circuit. So, you know, up here, uh, San Francisco, Santa Cruz, right. LA, just out here, you know what I'm saying? I'm still in high school. At the time, and um, so yeah, and he he was that's when he was Common Sense. You even you in Common yet?
0: Okay. Yeah. This is uh, I used to love her and and that. Uh, no, I love
1: that like before uh, that. No, no, after that, like okay. uh, like Water for Chocolate. That, that okay. time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he first started working with Dilla, mm-hmm. Uh like Water for Chocolate, and uh, one day it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. The one day it all makes sense was the last album he had. His Common Sense, and then after that he dropped the sense, and he just went to Common. Right. And that's when the light and all that stuff. Came right. Up. Right. Right. Yeah. So was that a good
0: learning experience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to you got to build with him, and
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. That was when um that was when um I got a story about that too. I just I just thought about it right now. So I, it was this one night where my father uh my father lives out here now, uh, but he didn't for a long time. But he um he just was out here, and we went to we went to that show. I have the footage of me and me and me and my um. Bro, at a comedy show, we like you know, DJing together, doing you know tricks under the leg and all that kind of stuff. But my father is record; he recording the whole thing. You know what I mean? And I uh, was, was, was just, I was, I just. I actually forgot about that until you said that right now. That's tight. Yeah, I mean that's
0: pretty cool. I mean, as, and as just for people listening and watching and following along, like we're talking about the art of DJing, right? So we're talking yeah. about uh, mixing and blending, rocking a party. Mm-hmm. Uh, making mixtapes, mm-hmm. uh, battling, yeah. and then rocking with an MC. Yep. These are all different levels that you know. I feel like DJs should pursue to master their craft. Most definitely, yeah. And another artist that you end up DJing for is Nas.
1: Yeah, so Nas came after the battle scene. Um, just because oh, there's a story. So uh, uh, DJ Ruckus, who was part of my DJ, my DJ group. He used to DJ for uh, Freddie Fox, mm-hmm. Bumpy Knuckles mm-hmm. in New York, and um, uh, Nas was up. This is when this is when Nas was. Uh, this is before he dropped Stillmatic, so this is this is when he's come. This is like because Nas kinda of, like he had a point where like he kind of went more. Uh, I don't want to say commercial, but like it, it what everybody love with, fell in love with. Um, uh Elmatic, yeah. right? And then it was written, right? Yeah. It was it was between those between those two. like
0: the song with genuine, Yeah, and, yeah. So yeah. Some people
1: like that, some people didn't, right? right. It was a, it was a little like the vibe or whatever, right? And so uh you know, then he you know, he got the thing going on with Jay-Z and all that at the time, right? So uh so still so he's working on Stillmatic and um uh uh Freddie Fox and um uh Nas got a tight relationship, right? And again, Freddie the DJ, we were, we were all in the same group at the at the time, and I'm I'm the only one on the West Coast, right? So he he's at uh he's in he's in L.A. and um they call me they, they don't call me first Ruckus called me he was in my group he like hey Nas about to call you and um he wants you uh the DJ for him right now this time prior like nineteen right and um I'm like I'm like I'm like this nigga just said Nas want Want me to DJ? I'm I'm ecstatic, right? That's pretty
0: mind. It's a mind blowing call to get. Yeah,
1: yeah. here's a story too. Before it was it was gonna be Nas or Talib Kweli. Talib Kweli ended up picking um DJ Chaps, who was also in my group. And so uh, so he like yeah, Nas gonna call you, right? All right. So then Nas' manager calls me, and uh, he like he like uh, what did he say? He was like. You know we need a DJ and that that kind of thing, da da right? And then I'm I'm like, you know, I don't got no manager, I don't got none of that at the time, right? And so uh, he was like, uh, so how, how much you gonna how much you gonna charge, right? I was like I was like uh, I was like tell him make me an offer.
0: <laughs> and that's always that's always the
1: best answer to that question. Yeah. How much, how much do you want? How much do you got? Yeah, he's like, he's like, tell, he's like tell. cause my, my brother had told me prior, he's like, he's like, when they get to talking about money, just say, much. don't say a number. Yeah. Just say, a, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'll say a number and then it could be, it could be way. be too high and fuck it off or it could be too low. It's, it's gonna be too low because yeah. that's nice. Right. There's people gonna wanna do that for nothing. For nothing, So, yeah. So that's what I did. And so, um they came back, they came back with an offer. They came back with an offer I couldn't refuse. Mm-hmm. And
0: um yeah, I That played, was probably a short negotiation, right? Yeah, it was.
1: <laughs> I played it cool though. I played it cool for sure. And uh yeah, the next day I was they flew they flew me out there and um, you know. I I was I was looking so west coast, like so like, you know, they took me shopping and all like they did they they did all the shit. Hmm. It was a great experience though, like we met at the W hotel. Um he was in a all orange velour, you know, super Nas. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nas nice and Belly Nas. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was it was it was cool. It was, yeah. I'll never forget that experience.
0: Did you yeah, are there any memorable things that, that he told you or or experiences you had performing with him?
1: Uh I mean, yeah, I met Eminem. I mean like just the whole the whole thing, you know. At the, the whole time. thing was the just The whole tour, like, yeah. yeah, like the whole I can imagine. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a crazy tour, and you gotta understand too. Like, like is that. Like right now, when we see, like somebody we admire or something, like, um, the impact ain't the same because we basically see them every day on the gram. Yeah. or is this everybody's a lot more accessible? Yeah, like, but at that time though, it was like you only seen somebody like on TV or maybe at a show mm-hmm. or something. You know what I'm saying? So it it the the imp the impact of that um like that really put me on a uh, very high level with as far as the um, totem pole and the, the the game like the respect level like I already had the DJ thing going on right, but then that too and to be so I'm hella young too at yeah. that time I'm 19 years old. I can't even, I can't even drink legally yet mm-hmm. and so um yeah God is, man God is amazing but uh, yeah um, yeah that was a, that was a that was a crazy experience well, we performed in the at the Apollo and. You know what I'm saying? I met I met uh, a guru from Gangstar. He 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 was like, "You that nigga, man!" Wow. In Miami, respecting your skills, yeah, like, yeah. like just like again, there's people who that's the guy who works with DJ Premier, so right, yeah, that's um, that's that's high praises. Yeah, it was, it was it was crazy. I put together the whole set, the whole. Uh, if you watch Nas's um, DVD about, uh, I think I think when um what was it was the album after that he came out with um. I'm going godson, mm-hmm. right? There's a DVD. There's a DVD that he put out, and um, the whole the whole uh, uh, ether the ether song, right? I know that song still man, but the ether song, the disc towards Jay Z. There's a part where he he, uh, he plays a the hard knock life song, the Annie Sample, right? Mm-hmm. It's a hard knock life, what, right, and then you hit a gunshot, like I put I put all that shit together. I put the whole disc the whole this thing together towards that you know what I'm saying uh it was yeah it was it was it was it was, it was definitely a, um I'll never forget that that time but I was ready though cuz I had been practicing for it since I was 9 years old yeah you feel me
0: yeah i was ready and, and you mentioned earlier that you were looking to transition more from being like a mixtape DJ into yeah. a producer. So I imagine that gave you a lot of creative yeah. inspiration, probably yeah. put a
1: battery in your back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Nas heard my... He heard my very first beats. My The very, the, very, the first rapper to ever hear my beats is Nas. Wow. He never did none of them, but he liked them, though. Like, the, I'm, you know, very... It's very, like, basic. Like, he's got them... He got Premiere and the... The top of the top at that time, yeah. But he he liked the idea of it. I just didn't have I just didn't have the time with it yet. You know right, what I mean? right. But yeah, like he used to um, like I used to go to I used to go to his room and I would play him um, I play him my beats. You know, I play him my beats and like you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's you know? cool
0: because I mean you do have to have some type of chemistry with the artist to put on a good show with them.
1: Yeah. As, as their DJ. Yeah, it's hard that like at the the DJ shit at that time like. I had that down, like, I, I, cause I already had again at least a decade of time mm-hmm. of doing it. But as far as my production, I was, I was very, I was very young. So what were you? What What were you starting on? I had an EPS sixteen plus. Okay. Yeah. In Sonic. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I had I had that. This, this is not even reason reasons not none of this stuff is out yet.
0: Yeah, you taught eight eight bit sample. All that. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I used to have, I used to have an EPS sixteen plus. Mm-hmm. And um, I used that probably for like maybe like three or four years. You know, you gotta have a, you gotta had a disc, floppies. got to had a disc. Sometimes mm-hmm. the disc don't. Sometimes listen, sometimes the disc won't save, right? And if it don't save, like it, it's it's like it's like damn, you make you got this fire beat, right? And you gotta you gotta turn it off. If you want to make another one, you gotta turn it off. But you can't save it. And so it's like, damn, I got a fire beat right now. I have no way of saving it. You're not going to be able to make it the same way, again, especially on something like that. Yeah. And it's just sad, man. What's sad? It was sad. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just, um, yeah, that's why I learned I learned on that. I did that for, like, probably three, four years. And then um, I got introduced to, to doing beats on computer, which was Reason. Sure. At that time, I had, like, the first Reason. And, um, yeah, that's when my that's when my production like really, really, really like started kicking off. And so you've been you've been doing this for a long time as a producer, <laughs> and
0: uh, from what I recall, because I remember like first seeing your bubble like back in the day, like uh-huh. the Tonight Show bubble. Yeah, I remember seeing an advertisement for the Tonight Show on Mister Fab's DVD. Yep.
1: Freestyle King.
0: Freestyle King DVD. But yep. before that, if I'm not mistaken, you were already working with Jay Stalin?
1: No. No. Jay Stalin came after. Came after. So yeah, me and Fe- so alright, so by the time I got the Fe- okay, so, uh, so this what happened. So after after the second tour with um Nas Gossam, mm-hmm. um, I was in a I was in a state where it was like, I was like, all right, um, when I'm on tour. The money was great, right? But they're still ten months out of the year, right? And at the time, I was uh, I was working like at a skateboard shop, but I was, I'm DJing in there though, right? Just like regular like minimum wage money type shit. By now, by now, I'm probably I'm I'm almost 21 now, right? 20, 21, somewhere, somewhere around somewhere around there, and like um. You know, I'm having I'm like at the time I'm having to take care of my mom because she, you know, she's sick. Like I, you know, you know you got to grow up quick and responsibilities, yeah, yeah. all that, all that. So, uh, so what happened? was, so what happened was, um, um, I took that money. I took the money that I made from that tour and I, I went to school. I went to Expressions. In, in um, Emeryville Right this is, this is early expressions This one yeah. tuition is like $10,000 Right I think it's How much is it now 200 or something uh, I think it closed down If oh, I'm not mistaken well, It was it was, was it was up there It was yeah. something crazy you, yeah. need a, you need student loans To go yeah, there Yeah it was something It was crazy But uh So I took I took that I took that bread And um Went to Went to expressions Um And that's when I met Fab I met Fab Um How did I meet Fab Uh there, there was a, uh, there was like a, like a uh, a, a, a mixers kind of industry kind of thing, right? I'll never forget it was Slum Village, hmm. Dwelle. Uh, this is this and this is right when uh, what's this, What's what's the first song with Slum Village and and Dwelle? Uh, oh, um, Taint, t- t- yeah, t- 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 yeah, Taint, yeah, Taint. This is that is at that time, right? Uh, Dylan's not with them no more. Right, saying, right. Bone Crusher was there, and um, and Fab was there, and um, this is Fab has out Nick Latin at this time. So this, yeah, this is before. Early, before um, this, yeah, before that. this. Early Fab, early Mr. Fab, and I don't know. Somehow we started talking. I don't remember how we started talking, and um, you know, he. I was like, I was like, you know, my name's DJ, Fr- because again, I people knew me from the Nas tour and the and the battle scene, right? But I not as a producer yet. And um somehow we somehow we exchange numbers and all that and he would come he would come to the, to the school and you know they would let you they would let you run out of room there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I I would be in those rooms just making beats, making beats. I would record footage around the bay and put music to it. Hmm. Before I was working with rappers, I just, that's why I used to do. I just drive around with a camera and I would film going across the Bay Bridge or whatever, and just put my music, put my beats to it, right. And so uh, Fab was like, he was like, man, I need somebody to help me do my D- my DVD, my DVD, and he gave me a whole bunch of tapes, video tapes to edit. Is that the DVD I was just talking about? Yeah. Oh wow. He gave okay. me he gave me he gave me like a a bag of like it probably had King. like twenty tapes in there. Hmm. And I edit I edited that because I knew how to edit already because I was doing my own I didn't edit. realize you had edited that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I used to edit my own videos. Hmm. Um, I shot a couple music videos, but but yeah, that was like my first like big break as far as uh doing doing that. So he gave me a bunch of tapes, I edited them all together, and then um the trade-off was like, okay, I got these beats, I want you to rap on i need you i need you to i need you to rap on these beats rap on these beats and um that became the first tonight show and he he would he would come he would come and um he would come and do freestyles and um now i knew i knew this whole time though what i i knew what i was doing like um because at that time people wasn't just rapping over original beats. They were rapping on the latest Jay Z instrumental. The mixtape era it was right, yeah, boom. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They were doing that type of stuff. So I, always, I always understood, like, no, I'm gonna have people rap on my original beats, right? And now that, that's how the Tonight Show
0: was born. So that was your concept, yeah. and basically, and you've done. Do you have a count of how many Tonight Shows you've done?
1: Uh, well, I got 200 albums that's out, and I probably got like how many things, Drew? Like 40, 50? Forty-fifty like tonight shows, but then I got like another hundred and fifty like just other albums. Instrumental, instrumental albums. albums,
0: collaboration, albums. Yeah. So, but forty-fifty tonight shows.
1: Yeah. Don't
0: ask me a name on them right now. I'm not. I won't, yeah. <laughs> I will be here for a long time. You say you wanna keep this interview kinda of, kinda of brief. Um so Fab was was, was the, the first, first one. one?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he <laughs> was a very it was his was the very, very, very first tonight show. And then Stalin came, Stalin came he came after that. Okay,
0: and at this point, are you, is the whole shebang? Not yet, not yet. Not yet. yet. So no. this is you getting into the game. Yeah. And this is smart, see, this is a good game for producers. I feel like um, a lot of producers who are starting, they want to, like, just get into selling beats, sell beats, sell yeah. beats, sell beats, get some paper. Yeah. But when you have a, you have a name and a reputation, that's almost more valuable in some cases. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell you something. Can I just finish this one thought Hold on to that. I got you. And, and um, one way to do that, establish that reputation is by working with an artist yeah. exclusively. Yeah. And, and 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 coming up
1: together. No, that's the only way. I mean, that's the main, that's the long, the long journey. Way. But what I was going to say was mm-hmm. like, to be honest with you, probably with this, I would say, I would say this year, maybe, maybe within the last, Three years, I just started making some money. As far as selling beats, right? I never was really making money selling beats. You were I made making money, money putting by out doing a project with somebody, yeah. and we gonna split 50-50 or whatever, and just build it up, build it up, build it up, build it up, build it up. Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: So yeah, and that's exactly my point, and that's why I feel like a lot of cats are reluctant to do that nowadays. And yeah. You know, I think it's also, like, there's a lack of creativity in that, too, because a producer, people forget, there's a difference between a producer and a beat maker. Yeah. And a producer is someone that can craft the whole entire album and work with a a vocalist and get the best performance out of that vocalist. Yeah. And I feel like you've done that with your Tonight Show projects. Yeah. And they're also, like, it seems like for some of these Tonight Shows, like, this one right here, you got one with... Freddie Gibbs Yeah This is like a cool uh, Way for artists To just kind of Get on your vibe And have fun Doing a project And do something different
1: Yeah and you build Your own lane too Right It's gonna take a while But once you You know you build it You have a a whole brand The Tonight Show
0: Is a whole brand
1: Yeah
0: And um So That but So after The Fabs project Yeah That's when you Start linking With Jay Stylin
1: yeah. So, uh, so, uh, so the first night show was with Fab. Then I did one with the artist named um, Smig Dirty. He's from Sacramento. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Smig Dirty. Then after that came. Um... Wasn't that also advertised on that DVD? It might have been. I don't know. See, my memory is
0: crazy. I, I ain't seen that DVD since it came out, boy. Yeah, I still have.
1: remember that. I might. I don't know. That DVD. That, that did numbers though. At the DVD. Time. Yeah. Yeah. That's just, yeah that yeah. shit was hard. That's a hell
0: of what. See, he made a smart decision no, doing yeah, that trade off. Yeah. Because
1: sure. that DVD got you out there. And I'm that's sure. when that's when Fab was like on fire. Fire. That's oh, when he fire, was like yeah know, scorching. Yeah. And um. Oh yeah. We and we, you know we had that we had a relationship. And also too on the, uh, even on our tonight show there was a song on there. That's called. We go them in the Bay. They used to play it on the radio. Mm-hmm. They used to play it on the radio out here,
0: and um, and that's yeah, perfect timing. hyphy movement still timing, still yeah. booming. It was perfect yep. timing,
1: right? And you know, even, even that record, that's what I learned from San Jose, you know, the, the breakdown stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyways, though, so after after the uh, Smig one, after the Fab one was the first one, after the Smig one, second one, that's when I met St- that's when I met Stylin. Um, and but the whole shebang came. The whole shebang really came. Together, when um, by the time uh, the Tonight Show with be the a and, and styling together, that's when the whole sh- that's when the whole sh- band like, really came together. Cause that's when I met him. It was me, him, Mr. Tower, uh, Young Gully, mm-hmm. one of a kind. One of a kind was with um, Honor uh, uh, Roll and track academics. Oh them, yeah, shout out to Honor Roll,
0: my boy Spank
1: Pops. Yeah, and that's like th- that was like the kick. The kickoff of that, you know what I mean? And we was at we was at the Hyrule Lab, and it was just like a collective. And we was all just we were, we was all just bringing something different to the table. We was all just working, being you know, just being creative. He was kind of seeing where the scene was going because it was like it was like it was it was kind of like I would say like post hyphy, right? Uh, yeah. It was like a, the kind of like the end of hyphy, uh, like in the in the midst, not the end, but in the midst of it. Uh, yeah. Because you had St- you had Stalin who was like like step. Stalin was mob, but he it was a different kind of mob than what
0: Well there was like a whole thing where they were kind of calling it the new bay Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's what I'm saying. and, and it was yeah. kinda
1: it was kinda yeah, so it was it was all kind of in that that time. And then we all, yeah, we all came together and we was just we was all we was all in the in the, in the same building. He had a thing called Ticket Face he was doing. And he had he had Gully, he had uh he was with beta Ronald, Ronald Mack. Yeah, had, you know what I mean? And so it was, you know, it was just. So the whole shebang is
0: like uh in-house production team, right? Where all y'all kind of work together on different projects, different beats.
1: Yeah, it, just, it, it really all just like, it just made sense. It messed together, you know what I'm saying? And I always had I always had such like a a high output. Like, I'd be working, you know what I mean? Work, work, work. And I was like, man, let's just all just put it together. Like, we had our own photographer. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like we just, you know, we just, it just, it just it just made sense at the time. We was all we was all in this, and we was all in the same same building, just trying to just, you know what I mean?
0: So as you're telling your story, I'm just gonna keep pointing out okay. these little bits of good game uh, that I'm hearing, and one of them is building your team. Yeah. See. You're, this is what I feel like, as I'm talking to you, this is what I feel like has worked for you as a producer to establish your brand, establish your name, as opposed to just being a beat maker. Have a placement here, have a placement there. Yeah. And this little tidbit I'm picking up right now is the importance of having your team Yeah. and, and building your brand through a photographer. Yeah. If you don't have a videographer, maybe you edit your own shit. Yeah. Maybe you work with a videographer on this. Maybe you do your own stuff here, but you, you brand it. Basically, even though you're behind the scenes in the lab, you're still putting yourself out there. Yeah, like a rapper would.
1: Yeah, I mean, and at the time, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know like as you like as you say that now. It's like yeah, that's what I was doing. But at the time, I didn't I didn't realize you just don't go. Doing. Yeah, I just I just always had the the mind frame of always just just be working. Yeah, yeah, you just know do what I'm saying. I always just be working, mm-hmm. and like I grab like whoever's around me. Like if I see. You gotta talent some. I'm like, come on, let come on, let's do like woo do like woo, like the you know what I'm saying? Like that like ask like Jewel, let's go, let's da, 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 da. Like I'm always, always trying to work, always trying to work. And when you always trying to work, when you always working, like the universe has a way of just working itself out towards whatever it is you're trying to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I I just always kept that um that mindset, you know? And so uh yeah, that's 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 why I got two hundred goddamn albums. There you go. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's how that
0: happened. So, how did you first meet Jay Stalin? Because y'all have a long history and a, and a really good chemistry, and yeah. I feel like um, you helped craft that whole Livewire sound in a way. Yeah, I mean, not entirely. I'm not, you know, what I'm saying, no, but yeah, yeah. It big, mean, played a big part. I Appreciate it. Uh,
1: so, Mr. T- so Tower knew uh, Tower knew them. So it was a uh, we were working on Real World. We're working on Real World. It was working on Real World, and then um, Tower introduced me to Stalin. And then instantly, me and, and Stylin, we just connected, like, um, at music. Because you gotta think, at that time, people wasn't really, um, they wasn't, people weren't really sampling, like, Anita Baker and stuff like that mm-hmm. at that time. It was more, it was more uh, I would say, like, keyboard mob, like with JT, The Bigger Figure and all I was mm-hmm, doing, like it was mm-hmm. more like keyboard-based mob type shit, which was still slapping, but I was just, I'm coming in from a different perspective of DJing. I'm basically just playing all the records my mom and dad used to play, though. With some slap on it right now that I learned out here on on, on the West Coast, right? But I took the DJ shit I learned from the East Coast and just put it together, right? And so you know, I think I think the first time me and Stalin like really did a session, we probably did like I don't know, like four or five songs, right? And um, that's yeah, that's how we that's how we did real world. We did real world quick too. It wasn't like it was like a couple couple weeks or something, like you know what I mean? And um. He had he has that same work ethic as me too though. Yeah, like he's he he was always working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you know we we you know the routine routine was we are gonna go get some Hennessy. Yeah. He would get the little lemon drop squeeze, and we would just drink and work all day every every day. Yeah, that's what we, that would be that'd be a routine Hennessy, right? Beer, beer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we just was we just always had that work ethic of just like trying to just, you know what I'm saying, capitalize capitalize on the the um the time the time, you know what I'm saying? And um the opportunities, you know what I'm saying? And good chemistry. Yeah, and the chemistry, yeah. Like let's, let's let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's
0: keep going. I'm gonna throw out just a few other um I mean I'm like you said, I can't name everybody, but I'ma name a few more people right. you, you've collaborated with. Mm-hmm. And um one group would be the Living Legends. Yeah. You are like damn near the official tour DJ in the group?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, we've done some tours I, and some I been, shows. Yeah, with they've them? had, they've had, they've had other DJs. Okay, for sure. Um, but yeah,
0: I've been with them, and I'm, you have like a relationship, and you've produced for some of the yeah, uh, s- some members, first, including yeah, this Mar- 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 right here. Shout
1: out to 316. That album was actually uh, a Grammy consideration. Grammy consideration. Congratulations, yeah, man! Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so how that came about was the first. The first, um, the first, like now, mind you, like uh, real world and um, the Tonight Show and all and all those. Now, I always considered them albums. I always knew you know, these, these are my albums my, mm-hmm. albums, my albums, my albums, my albums. Um, but at that at that time, people used to look at them more like mixtapes or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I, whatever though. Um, the Picasso was probably the first rap album that I did though. Shout like, out to Picasso. Yeah, and we used to. Have, I used to teach a. I used to teach at um the uh, yeah, Eastside Arts Alliance. Oh, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Black Panther no, spot. Yeah, yep. I used to teach a class there called Beasts and Flows to uh, you know, high school students. And um we worked on that album over there. But uh uh Rock the Bells so this is when this is when we were talking about paid dues earlier. Shout mm-hmm. out Uh the first year of pay, the first year of paid dues it was Rock the Bells and it was paid dues, it was, it was a it was a, it was a tour. And um uh, uh, they needed the the legends needed a DJ at the time it was DJ Icewater I think he moved to New York or something like that somewhere far and they needed a DJ and so Picasso had told him about me and that's how I got that gig um, and that was like that was a year it was, I think Doom was on that Doom was on there Doom was mm. on that tour. That was that was. Rest in peace, MF Doom. Oh, and the Rock the Bells. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I think a couple of those shows, he was like sending the that, imposter. Yeah, that was
1: that was that imposter. was all that. I was
0: there. I was in the Rock the Bells, San Francisco, yeah. and someone was like, "That's not MF Doom. Yeah, that's not him. Yeah, what the hell? Just, yeah, rest just, in peace. <laughs> just bow. <bounce>. Rest <laughs> in peace, Doom. We actually had the mic too, because the sound
1: man, the sound man was on on our bus, and we we had the. His his mic or whatever mm. it was like a Mattel mic mm. back in the day. Whoa, really? But yeah, it was like who else was on there? I think Wu Tang was on there. Yeah, uh, Cypress Rage, Rage Against yeah, the Machine yeah. or somebody. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. But anyways, though, I, I was a, the DJ for that tour, and um, that was how that whole the whole Living Legends thing came about. But again, that's just the that's just the DJ in me. You know, like yeah. I can do the street shit. I can do the backpack shit. I can, whatever. Yeah,
0: know versatility. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's
1: just, that's just, but like. That's his DJ shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Well,
0: like, yeah, that's what's up, man. I mean, Living Legends definitely has their place uh, in in West Coast, and, but at that, that time, I say it sure. to say
1: because at that time it was like a it was like a divide.
0: Yeah, it still is. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But it was probably but a little even more, more back noticeable back then. Though, back like, then yeah. like, like if you were on the backpack side at that time, like they was they was gonna they wasn't gonna fuck with the street. Yeah, and and even was, on the backpack the side, they was. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was like a, yeah, like, they're a like that's too negative. Yeah, 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 and so. Uh, what was it like working with Messy Marsh? Oh my god! Yeah, shout out Mess, man. Uh, yeah, mess, mess is you know Mess is Mess, man. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> mess is Mess. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a um, man. You remember when we did that mess shit, bro? <laughs> no, nah, it was cool. It was, I mean, you know, it was it could it could have been what it was, and it, it turned out to be a blessing. Like that was that was like my first biggest tonight show when that came out. That's when he was on fire. That's when he was on fire. Yeah. That's when he was on fire and um yeah that 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 album um definitely like further my career cuz after I did that one that's when yuck came. Mm-hmm. That's when Keith came. That's, that's when that's when everybody was like you feel me trying to like get it in?
0: But you were in the lab making that together. No, to make, okay. no, make that with him. Okay. No, to make
1: that with him. Send it. That's when on. he was like. He was in Miami or he something. He was like somewhere. That? Nobody yeah, really. Miami. You know what I mean? He was. Mm-hmm. He was. He was. He was. Yeah, He, had, he, he had, had to bounce out He was for on a that move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he. But he. But when it came to business, like with me, no, he. he was. You know, it was. It was. It was solid. It was straight. Like it took some time, but like I remember one day he was like fresh as done, and all the songs was in my email, like everything was. You know what I mean? Like so. Man, shout out, Miss, man. Wish him the best, Shout too.
0: out, Missy Marv, yeah. man. That's
1: a that's a, Like, people love that album to this day.
0: Yeah.
1: People love that one. It's hard wrestling. Yeah. You see that face he's he making right
0: there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're from Frisco, man, so we got Yeah, I, yeah, year, yeah, yeah. I get it. I, mean? I get it. Shout yeah, out to that the boy, boy, man. Yeah.
1: Like, any, any time, like, uh, like you know, Oakland, Frisco come, it's Yeah, it's yeah, always it's a good special. look. Yeah, so were, are you, at that like, time?
0: were you more uh, at a certain point? You mentioned San Jose. Are you, are you, you have more roots in Oakland yeah, that you're I did establishing? The pop thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, Baltimore. Yeah. To the Bay. Yeah. Got the game in Oakland, huh? Yeah, definitely.
1: Uh, another name I want to throw out, uh, the Jacka, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace, Jacka. That one, yeah, that, that one, too. Um. Yeah, that one, man, rest in peace, Jacka. Yeah, um, I had wanted to do, I had wanted to do a Tonight Show with Jack for a long time. And, uh. I remember I, I had moved to Santa Cruz. I was living in Santa Cruz for a while. And um, I used to do shows at uh you know the Catalyst. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was out there. And um man, one day he just hit me and he just hit me in Twitter. I hit him in Twitter, he was like, he was like, Fresh, what we we doing? it was one of them, like, what we doing? And I was like, Man, I'm man, what we doing? I've been trying to I've been trying to do the whole time and um I went to City Hall and um, you know, got you know, a little small a little Events, whatever you know, what I'm saying. That was the beginning of me really like transitioning from uh, uh, doing doing CDs as far as like buying the CDs myself. Up until that point, I'm putting in all the money. Self, self. Yeah, I'm buying yeah. it myself. Yeah. I'm going to Rasputin myself. I'm I'm doing I'm I'm pulling up to East Palo Alto and oh, yeah. where else? And mm-hmm. I'm selling them myself at mm-hmm. schools by, mm-hmm. by hand or consignment, right? Mm-hmm. Even the Mark one uh but the jacket one was when i first started um using uh distribution companies and i went to i went to uh um city hall mm-hmm. over there at Walton and, and you know learn. i started i started i started learning that game like the distribution like how how it works and one stops and um you know what i'm saying um re, you know returns and all all that all that kind all that kind of stuff and you know what i mean and so that was that was that was a, that was a big one too and then from that one that's how uh, the Freddie Gibbs thing happened too, right? Because uh, uh, Freddie Gibbs' manager uh, named Lambo. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know who Freddie Gibbs was at the time. And then the, the Lambo came to lab right? He come live. Yeah, Lambo. Uh, it was. I think. I can't. Maybe it was Ty J. I can't remember how. I can't remember how we locked in, but um, he was. He try. He linked us up. He linked us up, and that's how it came about. Every album that was like it's like a link. It's like you do this one and then it connects you to this. And you do
0: this one yeah. and then it connects you to this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all connected. I'm getting, I'm seeing that pattern, yeah, yeah as we're talking. And, and, but I'm glad that we got to kind of break down the timeline of how mm-hmm. it started with mm-hmm. that one Tonight Show project. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I could keep, keep going all night. I'm not going to, I mean, Freddie Gibbs, Raekwon. Yeah, Raekwon. Missy Slick, someone you worked got with got a cold a story lot. about that
1: Raekwon, remember? Oh yeah, that was fun. Though. What happened with that? So uh, so so when the Rayquan tonight show what happened, um uh and this is all like public, it ain't like no shit like that, whatever. But uh this is when this is when this is when Rayquan and uh Joe Budden was getting into it. You oh that? yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was a ill that was an ill one. Yeah, and uh shout out hands. Uh what 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 was the uh what was the social media tool people was using to talk at that time? I forget what it was it's called. From Twitter? No, it was before Twitter. Oh, um, it was like a it was like a live streaming kind of thing. I don't remember what it was called. No, not time. Somewhere around there though, something like that. Anyways though, uh, like, you know, Joe Biden was Joe Biden's trail was like right next to us, mm-hmm. and um, he didn't he didn't know, and I guess he had, you know he had said a few things about about Raekwon, and he had met the man, and, right? And they yeah they 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 went in there, and you feel me, and some shit happened. Something happened.
0: Yeah. An we, incident we, went down we was, all, we was all there For all that
1: shit though But uh, yeah The Raekwon Tonight Show Came about Cause um Mean Doe Green From Sacramento Dory Rock Dory Rock rest Yeah in peace. yeah Rest in peace Yeah he, mm-hmm. had, he had tapped in with His manager Had tapped in with me And um That's how the Raekwon Tonight Show thing Came out you know? But again it's all Networking deck, Building Dory Do- Do- yeah. Rock heard The T Nutty Tonight Show he From Sacramento That's I mean, that makes sense,
0: man. You work with all these artists. Yeah. You, it, it, you know, you're open to all these different collaborations, all these different styles. And, yeah. I mean, now here we are, like, years later, still talking about some of these projects. And uh, it's giving you, like I said, I mean, as a producer in the Bay, mm-hmm. even just your drop, DJ Fresh, DJ Fresh, DJ Fresh. You just have an unmistakable brand. Very Damn. unique. Your sound, of course, too, sticks out. That's and right. um, the work has paid off. And yeah. it's still you know, there's still work to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll but take- um, you know, it sounds like it's been a great journey for you, man.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been a great journey. And I, if I had to go back and change it, I wouldn't change a thing. You know what I'm saying? Um Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just uh it takes time, man. Like, yeah. I'm finally at a space now to where I'm uh well, it may sound crazy, but like I'm like very sure of myself and all that. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh I know I'm in the right space. Like, everything is right right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm I was just telling my girl, I'm centered, I'm balanced. Like, everything, you know what I mean? Like, it, but it takes time though. It does. You feel me? It takes time. And, um, you know, I got to give all the glory to God. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. Yeah. Like, that really definitely changed a lot, you know?
0: People don't really understand um, from the outside looking in what really goes into this. And, um, yeah. Like you said, the time, and we were talking earlier before we started rolling about getting older, yeah. and I just feel like there's just more work to do, man. There's yeah. more. There's more moves to make. It ain't yeah. over till it's over. Yeah. You look at uh, uh, some of these artists that are, you know, almost twenty years older than us, right. and still mashing, yeah, and still feeling like they got shit to prove, and, yeah. and still in love. Yeah, I still love with it.
1: the craft. Yeah, I still, I, st- I still love it, like. I like I got I got a I got a set of good problems. You know what I mean? That's right. Because you always gonna have problems. So the best thing you want is, is a set ones. of good ones. Yeah. I tell you a story. So uh, the so uh, the Wiz Khalifa, right? Uh, right right before Wiz called me, I was in Hawaii. I was with Grouching him, and no 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 no. Actually actually I was with I was with Zion I. Rest in peace Zumbi. Rest in peace right? Zumbi. I was on tour with him, and I was about to, I was about to quit. Now I really wasn't about to quit. But you have moments where you feel like you wanna quit. Like when you do music, like you're gonna get your heart broke at least a couple times on your journey, right? And then you come back stronger. But I had one of them moments where like I was finna hang it, I was, I was feeling like I'm finna hang it up. Like, cause one of them really catching on, you know what I'm saying? And um, you know, Bill, all shit, you know what I'm saying? And um, uh I'm sending beats to currency at this time, right? I'm sending beast to currency. Uh, and currency does this till this day. Shout out currency. Y'all got a whole project together too, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, but I'm sending, I'm, I'm sending a bunch of beats to currency, and um, but I'm not, I'm, I'm not knowing that he's recording to all these beats that I'm that I'm mm. sending him for like a year, mm. right? And um, so I'm on tour with, uh, with Zion I I and I, and um, currency's going, he's going, he's going live on IG. And he's 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 like responding to me like oh what's up fresh da 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 right whoa. and I'm like man I sent you hella bees I sent you hella bees right whoa. but he's got like hundreds of people in his life, whatever right da da and um so uh so he he sent me like um he like sent me like maybe like one or two songs he sent me, he sent me he sent me something that was that was enough incentive to me that I needed that motivation you feel me and then um I talked to him and he like uh. He's like yeah me and Wiz we just did six seven yo beats since some more, and I was like for real, and um and next thing you know like they they playing they playing the shit and the, they playing the music, and you know and they um Instagram lives and like I'm just I'm just I'm just starting to see it, I'm just starting to see it I'm gonna tell you a crazy story so this this how this how I know like God is so real so my manager uh, Mark Breezy... um. He 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 runs into Wiz like this being out and about, right? He he don't go out like that, right? He just happens to run into Wiz, um, and uh, at this time he knows that um, me and Wiz been been working currency, right? Mm-hmm. And he see he see he sees Wiz, and he go, he he goes to Wiz. He say he say, "Uh, a hey, a hey Wiz, I I I manage DJ Fresh. My name um Mark Breezy." Wiz Wiz say, "Oh, you manage DJ Fresh?" Put uh, put put my put my number in your phone. Put my number in your phone. Tell him to call me and send me some beats for my album. Mm. Right. Uh, my manager goes. Uh, damn, my phone dead. My phone, my phone dead. Wiz gives him his phone to put his number in there to text so we can, so we can tap in tap in later. Right. Um. Next day I hit Wiz. I hit him. I call his phone. He answered. I text him I'm like, "Hey, this DJ Fresh." I think I put DJ Fresh right, and then he was like, "He said, he said Some of Your beats is crazy." Da da da. I sent him probably like twenty beats. No, I sent him like probably like five beats. Right. Then hear from him. Then he said, the, he said the names of the beats that he did. Right. And I'm like, "Are oh, you like those?" It, what, the, the beats that he like is the shit that I make the most easiest. Right. And then I probably sent him like twenty beats, and then he he probably did like nine, eleven them, them songs. Me and Wiz probably got like 40, 50
0: songs. That's awesome, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, bro. You, yeah. you continuing to uh well that's another example of the connections. Yeah. Starting with currency. Yeah. And then it goes to it's Wiz. It's all it's man, it's all connected. I see, all, I, I feel like there's many more
1: like that yeah. to come for you, bro. Yeah, it's all, it's, all, it's all connected. And it's having a good attitude, like not taking things personal. Uh, a lot of times people take things personal, right? And they like kind of a shoot themselves in the foot and they, yeah. block, a, they block a blessing that, it, that was on the way, but you got in your feelings and you block the You open your mouth for you. You know what I'm saying? You get somebody the wrong energy. Yeah, and I get it. Like I new, get
0: it. But, Artists are sensitive by nature. Yeah, and it's yeah. hard. Again, a lot of times you're seeing things from the outside looking in. And yeah. you might be looking at something that. It might not be as good as you think it is. There's yeah. there's so much hardship and struggle that you're not seeing. Yeah. You might be jealous of a bad situation and not even know it. Yeah, you and just,
1: not even look at
0: your own situation and see and see what you got going on that's working. Yeah, you
1: gotta be. you, know, you gotta be. The music game is a is a is a slow game. Yeah. It's slow. Yeah. It's, it's a slow game. Bro. Yeah, but people and don't you, understand that when they look yeah. at overnight success. And you see what happened with those like people that that, yeah. that go fast, like it yeah. don't, don't last that long like uh, that. Hot today, cold tomorrow.
0: Yeah, for sure. So what's next for you, bro? You just did uh the refresh, yeah. throwing those out there. I, I yeah. like the shit you did with RBL. Thank you. That was cool. Yeah. That was a really good update on those old beats.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um So what's next? Uh, my, my main album, The Tonight Show, the compilation featuring me and everybody. Uh, that's my that's my main album that I've been um, I've been focused on that. Uh, I've been working on it probably like uh, maybe like two maybe like two years now. I mean, but I, I've had a lot. I've had a lot of the songs like just bits and pieces here, there, and then. Like just really like putting it all together and like the, the, the timing is right. It's my first major label album release. I've never done a major label album release. Everything I've done is like independent or Which label? BMG. Nice. Yeah, BMG. cloud um, Clive Davis and then, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's just a new chapter, you know what I mean? Uh new chapter and, you know, everybody's like fully f- fully invested. Ain't no nothing weird going on like that. Like I went I went down I went down there and um it was it's just like They got a whole machine and a whole you just you just see it from different perspectives. I I know the independent game, I know it in and out. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, to be able to have like a a major label machine behind you, it just make everything um, it may it make everything flow smoother, but also like it you know it 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 can propel faster, right? And more efficiently. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's money behind it. It's, It's it's key players behind There's somebody over here that know how to do it. like and my team my team one of the the main dudes as part of my team his name dia he's from the bay you feel me so he you know what i'm saying like he's he know, familiar he's yeah. familiar mm-hmm. yeah he's familiar and everybody on my team is black that's what's up you know what i'm saying and um so it's just you know it's just god man it's just god and it's just it's a beautiful thing and and to real quick and, and the, yeah, yeah. the refresh the refresh thing because i that kind of like just kind of just accidentally happened. Yeah, you just went going got, viral. I'm gonna tell you, I got I, I had I was sick. I had uh like almost a bad case almost a case of pneumonia was it was gonna go there, go there. And I was like usually I just sit down and I, I sat in my bed, just laid down. Um baby was taking care of me. You know she's taking care of me. And I made it right then and there. I was sitting in my I, That's when we were supposed to do the podcast the first time. Second uh, uh, somewhere around there. Something like that, yeah. There. But I just like I just was like man like, I'm 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 looking at my keyboards and I'm like, damn, I can't, I want to get up and work on my keyboards, but I, I can't, I need to lay down and just, and just recuperate. And so I just grabbed the laptop and I just started just working from the bed. And that's what I was doing. I just had a bunch of beats and I'm using, um, you know, the LAL AI to get the acapellas and all that. And I just start putting the, the, the acapellas to the beats and and people were like, like they was, like, was, like was liking it, you know what I'm saying? And then I went viral with the LL Cool J thing and, you know, I had Ellen DeGeneres in my story. You know what I'm saying? And um, again, just working though. Just, yeah, man. It's always, just always you're, you're holding on
0: to your passion for it. Yeah. You're still excited by shit. Yeah, you're yeah, not, yeah. You're yeah. not bitter. You're not, uh, you're not close to giving up. You're still setting new goals for yourself. For sure. You, you, you know, to even, to do something like that while you're sick in bed just speaks to your drive. Yeah, um, it
1: was keep me, yeah, it, was keep, it keep me keep me going, you know? I mean, that's how I
0: feel, especially when the pandemic hit is like my art I just pouring myself into my art and my yeah. creativity kept me going. Yeah. And um, you know, I've been having a pretty good run since then. Yeah. So And you should uh, slap too. I appreciate yeah. that, man.
1: It's therapeutic though. Like yeah. it, it's you know what I mean? Like the music is 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 therapeutic to me. Um but yeah, like I said, yeah, my man, I got I literally got everybody on my album too. Like, like I pull it's basically like the twenty twenty plus years I've been in this. I never called in no favors. I never did none of that. But I called in every favor for this one. I don't like asking people for nothing. I ask everybody for this one. Like, hey, what's happening? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, I really pulled in everything, all my, all my playing abilities, and just, just everything into this. this That's what's up, man. I'm excited yeah. to hear it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, keep me posted. For sure. Um, and I appreciate you always, you know, tapping in, yeah. sharing what you're working on. Yeah. And uh, let's keep building, man. Man, so all I love. And thank you very much for coming man, on the podcast, having, bro. Man. Thanks for yeah, having me. Yes, sir. For sure. For sure. Yeah. You heard it here first, y'all. Playball. DJ Fresh. DJ Fresh. DJ Fresh. Yeah.
1: Hold on. Let me tell you a story about that real quick. Okay. The tag. <laughs> okay. It used to be four times. Okay. Okay. Lee Majors. Shout <laughs> out Lee Majors. Right. Rest in, rest in Peace Pretty Black. Yes. And uh Drew Down. They had a song called We On. Uh Mr. Fab was on that song too. They to played on the radio. And uh, this is C D time. And Frisco Street Show. Remember the story of Frisco uh, of Street Show? Of course. Yeah, he put that out. And uh the I mean, I, so I heard Drew, you he was there. You know and uh it said produced by Lee it said DJ Fresh one time. <laughs> right. it, used DJ, it used to say DJ Fresh... it said DJ Fresh one. Like, it said Mr. Fab runs rap shit, DJ Fresh runs rap shit. And uh it said produced by Lee Majors. Now Lee Majors ain't had nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? It's the graphic designer that has something to do right, with that. Right, right, right. Right. And then I heard, I heard that. But see, that was a blessing in disguise though. Right. I heard that, and I was like, oh, I'm about to make this motherfucker say it four times. And so I used to say, DJ Fred, DJ Fred, DJ Fred, DJ Fred, hella slow, right? And then somewhere it went to. It went, it went the three times But see that was a blessing In disguise Because if it was said Produced by DJ Fresh I might have never Came out with the tag
0: There you go And yeah. like I said That's one of the most Recognizable tags yeah. In the Bay uh, Anytime that comes on You know it's gonna be a slap Yeah, and yeah when it co- B-
1: Buzzfeed actually Did a thing years ago The ten most, rec- 10 most Recognizable tags It had, it had uh, a Trapaholics on there mm-hmm. It had, uh, had LP Was Harry Fraud on there? I don't know if Harry Fraud Was on there hmm. But I was on there And it was number one Number one? Yeah. Wow. I'll send you the the, uh, the screenshot. That's tight. Yeah. Well, when you hear it
0: on a beat, you know it's going to be a slap. When you hear it on this motherfucking podcast, (laughs) you know it's going to be some classic information that you're not going to get anywhere else because DJ Fresh ain't going to do Interviews on sucker ass Podcast No sir, we gonna get the history straight. Still making history. Yeah, the whole team is in full effect. Full effect. Episode twenty something. I don't know how many. We going crazy right now. You feel We're me? giving you stories that you can't get anywhere else. Uh huh. And we gonna end it like that. DJ Fresh in the motherfucking house. The whole shebang. The team's in the building. Peace, y'all. They recognize where you got the game. We got our own style, got a own slang. Northern California is a West Coast thing. This is the history of the Bay. Recognize where you got the gang. We got our own style, got a own slang. Northern California is a West Coast thing. This is the history of the Bay.